Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How you doing these days? In this uh, Delta variant life that we're now jumping into, you know what I mean? Oh my god! Just... Did I tell you I'm going to Florida this this Friday? No, you didn't tell me. I have to go to Florida this Friday. What are you I'm doing in Florida? Party. Oh um, yeah, I'm I'm like oh man, the it's hot. It's a hot zone down there. Would so... you consider saying no, or just you're just gonna do it anyway? I mean, at this point, it's like, it's happening. Uh, I'm going to, like, triple mask myself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I I, I think I'll be fine. I hope, I'm trying to stay inside, honestly. I'm like, can we just stay in the Airbnb? <laughs> I'm sick. I should probably, like, stay in and take some hot tea. I'm like, mm, I'm sick. <laughs> um yeah but that's i'm excited for you though um yeah the travel let's see i think i was to us when we recorded i was thinking of trying to take a short trip somewhere um but in china cases have popped up as well i mean like 10 per city but um like the it was probably more than that <laughs> that was like a few weeks ago um but mm-hmm. they uh a lot of things will start locking down nothing's really locked down but things are just restricted so like a lot of times like, your jobs will start um saying like so my school i go back on the 23rd they were saying like oh you need to be back within the city of Beijing for two weeks before you start your job or before you return oh, to work. Mm-hmm. So if you're out of town, that means you wouldn't be able to return to work until you're home for two weeks, which means you mm. don't get paid for two weeks. So um, a lot of companies and jobs are doing that uh, as incentive for you not to leave, um, which is fine. Mm. Like, I mean, it sucks because, you know, summer break, but that's whatever. Yeah. Whatever it takes to make sure that the the virus doesn't spread. Whatever so. it takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, hey, that I mean that that makes sense though. It's like pretty smart. Meanwhile, in America, schools are opening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, <laughs> schools it, are opening. Um, <laughs> fuck, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's, but cases in Chicago so- have. They've started to go up a little bit, but it's still pretty good. Like, the vaccination rate here was is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So it's part of the reason why I'm, like, nervous about going to Florida because it's my first time going anywhere where, like, everywhere I've traveled, I've only traveled in the East Coast and, like, northern cities. So they've all been, like, I mean, let's be honest, blue states where people have been taking the, the um, pandemic a bit more seriously. Vaccination rates are higher. So I felt a lot more comfortable. Like, even in New York City. Mm-hmm. I still like even though the cases were going up, it was still like the vaccination rates were still good enough, and I was like, okay, I still feel safe, and nothing happened. 
this is my first time going someplace where it's like anti-maskers, anti-vax people are like, you know, a big chunk. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe it's Key West, though. So I don't know. Maybe it's different because it's like, like Southern Florida and it's like maybe it's, you know, kind of like I, I don't I don't know. We'll see. But I know my black ass will have a mask on. Yeah. And I, I wish someone will ask me, like, why you have a mask on? I'm like, why your dick yeah. so small? We all have questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is your mama a hoe? We all have questions. <laughs> I think this is the first time because... <laughs> Obviously, like, last time I was home, or last time, like, things were escalating a lot, I was home. So I was, like, witnessing it all. And, yeah, it's just, America's just, uh... So ghetto. This is the ghetto, and... This is the ghetto. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see. And, yeah, and then, who knows when the fuck this country is gonna open. I think I need to start saving money for my next trip home and my return back. It's just so ridiculous to get. Um, it's so, but like I, all the things I'm not even going to go into it, but like, it's just so expensive. Girl, don't come here. Stay in China. Don't but, come but, here. but like, I'm talking about getting anywhere outside of China. You can't get in. Oh. Like you can't come back in without, um, getting that money. So I'm going to try to find, me a nice sugar daddy um, is currently accepting applications, um, <laughs> preferably connections with the Chinese government um, to really, you know, put me behind the list for getting nice little tickets and affordable price. In China, um, obviously it would be in a different language, but mm-hmm. as like an honorific or speaking to like an older man, how would you, is it, is it like, would you be like, um, like, how do you, like, I know some people will say like, like auntie to respond to like, to refer to like an older woman or is that different my thing about different yeah. culture uh no like um, pretty much every culture except like caucasian culture i'm pretty sure like does that um yeah like an auntie like oh uncle like, yeah you're, so like, to in an china older they'll call but it depends so like uh if you're at a younger age so right now i'm at an age um i would be i'm a jie which means older sister um and then once you become oh. like a kind of like grandmother age then you become an ai um, which is auntie um mm. so like uh someone that's older maybe like married would be an ai and then uh guga or shui uh or mainu is beautiful like beautiful woman it's also like a kind of like a ma'am or like miss uh is mm-hmm. older brother and then uh shurfu is kind of like an old uncle type Oh, Shushu is a old uncle type. And then, um, what are they called? Oh, Shwaiga is like handsome. Hey, handsome. Oh, <laughs> so, so you need to go find yourself a Shwaiga. A Shwaiga. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. trying to find me a wealthy Shwaiga. I mean, it's probably not that, that, that um, order, but like, you need to find yourself mm-hmm. a Shwaiga Gugu, you know? Yeah. Handsome uncle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I don't think I could do like an uncle, like an like an uncle age. Yeah, I think. Oh, that's like too old. Also, like those rich people don't really exist in my circles. Like, I mean, just the okay. So you're, that's your that's your first problem is that you need to like you need to dump your your broke friends. <laughs> I just I'm just trying I'm trying I'm trying to get into like the little like uh, the embassy scene, the diplomatic circles. But they're hard to come by. They're hard and also very expensive to like hang out with them. So yeah, 
But it's always good. It's always good to have those people in your back pocket. You never know. I know. Well, you got to get out quick. <laughs> you yeah. Get yourself out of a bind. Mm-hmm. I act like I do with like illegal shit. Like I'm just like, yeah, I need to like know who's who. Like I literally do nothing. Every day yeah. I do nothing. Like I'm the most boring person. We'll be back after a quick break. Uh, are you ready to get into this episode? Yes, I am. Okay. This Tupata. This Tupata. Are you doing um, part two? Yes. Okay, good. Thank you. I just realized, I thought I hadn't separated out my notes. I'm like, oh shit. Like, where does it end? <laughs> like, we're good. Um, <laughs> and they all die. <laughs> oh my, oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> this week, we're covering episodes 12 and 13, White Wedding, um, song by Billy Idol, Synopsis. Emma and their old friends prepare for Snake and Spike's wedding, but nothing seems to be going right at all. After finding out that Snake doesn't want to have children, she is later surprised to find out she is pregnant and contemplates getting an abortion in order to salvage their relationship. Meanwhile, Emma is having the worst hair day ever and grows more upset when Manny invites Sean to the wedding when she had specifically said he wasn't someone to invite. Also, JT and Toby want to see the stripper at Mr. Simpson's bachelor's party, which gets them both in a heap of trouble. This episode felt like a, like, rom-com. I mean, it very much was a rom-com. A lot of misunderstanding, a lot of clumsiness, a lot of, like, like, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock level, like, what, what, like, falling down. Like, why is everyone so clumsy? Like, do you have an inner ear problem? What's wrong with you? You get that checked out, honey. Go to an um, ear, nose, and throat doctor, baby. Yeah. Uh, my, um, I was just watching recently, like, a lot of, like, J-Lo, like, rom-coms, which I'm, like, why does no one ever bring up J Lo as like a as one of the girls? As like a rom com like, girly. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she's in all of them. Um, also, yeah. the one in particular I was watching was, um, which one? The Wedding Planner. And I was like, how fucking problematic, kids! I haven't movies so. Get? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I had to admit this recently. I might. I'm very much aware of rom-coms, but I realize I haven't seen that many of them. So, like, I know J-Lo mm-hmm. was, like, for a hot second, her gig was, like, the rom-com. It was, like, the first time Ben and Jen were a thing was when mm-hmm. she, like, really was hitting the pavement hard with, like, I'm going to be a rom-com girl. But um, I don't think I've actually seen any of them. I think I'm just, like, aware. You know, like, Made in Manhattan, mm-hmm. Wedding Planner, but I never actually watched any of them. And I feel like yeah. every cover of those movies, she has the same face. She's, like, looking up, like, wistfully. She's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she's also in one. I think it's like uh, Monster in Law was another one. I want to say one other, one more. She was oh, also yeah. in. That's the one with Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they honestly like they're like she does very well in them. Um, but particularly Wedding Planner, like Homegirl is just like the homewrecker, and it's like cute. But also <laughs> like, why is she the bad one and not Matthew McConaughey? Like, get the fuck out of here. So. Yeah, um, I think I think J Lo's acting is subpar, but it's good enough for most rom coms. Oh yeah, sorry. Like she very hits her, she hits her moments. Like, yeah, it's like she's cute. Like that's kind of like you know, <laughs> yeah. you'd be likable. Like it's not like it's not like a Mar- like, Meryl. Let's just say like Meryl Streep was never a, a rom com girlie no. for a reason. 
Glenn Close was never a rom-com girl for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you count Fatal Attraction. That is a rom-com in my opinion. <laughs> in my and, world, and that's that, a rom-com. And that's, and that's how my brain works, you know? And that's oh my, how my, oh my God. Oh, girl, this, she's so kooky. She's so clumsy too. Look at her fall down with that <laughs> knife. <laughs> but um, in our cold open, Snake is teaching the kids about Ram. <laughs> and she's wearing, I was like, fucking hate this class um it's so annoying i would be the kid who's just like are you fucking kidding? is this what our tax dollars is paying are paying for being <laughs> our my parents tax dollars paying for my, my father well, knows the mayor <laughs> you know liberty would fucking complain about that shit she would um but he's a bit distracted because we find out that he and spike are getting married this weekend and the kids got him a present and i was like is it sexy lingerie? Like, what is it? It's not. It's Very like a weird. What was it? It was like a, a weird. Wedding? It was like a cobra. Oh like yeah, statue was. It was this. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, it was fucking weird. It has nothing to do with his with his betrothed or whatever. So I was just like, no, what no. is that? Um, he does a little speech about loves the kids, and JT's like, fuck love. And Manny's like, you know, the eternal romantic mm-hmm. is just like, oh my God, yes, love. Um, and Sean kind of kind of hints at maybe still being into Emma because Manny kind of presses him a little bit. And it's like, oh, okay, something's happening. Um, this isn't like the rom com shenanigans start because Emma like wakes up and she's like, yeah, I'm late. Whoa. Gaffy comic, and she like she's running around the house looking for her mom, and her mom's like, I have to go out to get something for my headache, and Emma's like, We have to go, we have to get the cake, we have to do this, we have to do that, you know, just being like, Mm -hmm. she's the bridezilla for some reason, and (laughs) she's the single best friend that's living vicariously through the the main. She's the the Judy Greer. She's the Judy Greer in this movie, and she kind of looks like Judy Greer actually, like a younger Judy Greer. Do you see it? Judy Greer, unsung, no this unsung hero. You do. When you Google her, I don't, Google. Tell me I need what she Google was in. Her. She was in Thirteen, going on thirty. She like literally is an unsung supporting like actor of all movies. Oh, if that's the case, then she was literally in <laughs> that movie I was just talking about, The Wedding Planner. Yeah, <laughs> she's the like her assistant. Yeah, she's always like the side care, the side yep. best friend character. She was, she was literally the best friend side character um, mm-hmm. in the wedding planner. Wow! And people always forget who she because a lot of times people are like, I don't know her name, but like because she's in a lot of movies and mm-hmm. TV. She's in Arrested Development. Like she's she's works a lot. But um, anyway, so she's like, No, Spike, you can't take the take the men's in the car. We gotta go. So you know whatever. And Spike drops Emma off at. Um, to school so she can drop off an assignment which I'm like pretty clutch that she just like is allowed to just not be in school I'm like oh, I'll just like drop my homework off I mean I guess it's Emma so they're like if anyone's gonna like skip like not be at school like, it's like, it's like what they call it an excused absence so mm-hmm. I guess it's okay um, really and it helps par- that Snake is Snake is a teacher at the school exactly and it's Emma. They're like, listen, Emma, like, literally begged us to not let her skip school. But, like, we had to, we, we let her do it. Like, Emma wanted to stay in school. She didn't want to miss the Ram lecture. She was really looking forward to it all She's year. She's like, if you could, like, just, like, <laughs> the, like, some, like, webcam live stream 
That'd be great. <laughs> she was like the first Zoom student. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> she just loves school. Um, so she comes like smashing into her friends and to give Miss Kwan her essay, but like, oh, she gave Miss Kwan her sneakers instead. Oh, <laughs> what a girl. Oh. What She's a just all over the place. <laughs> oh, I'm just a club. <laughs> so, um, so she talks to Manny, and Manny's like hinting about Sean to Emma. But Emma's like, no, girl, he's not into me. I'm so over him. Um, Manny's like, you should invite him to the wedding. And Emma's like, no, like, butt out. This isn't happening. <laughs> but Manny I, has something up her sleeve. I know. Manny's like, like, hmm. What do you think? I'm trying to think of like something comparable. Um, oh, Judy Judy Greer. Um, she in the in the wedding planner. She was like, "Oh, um, we have plans to go out tonight. Why don't you join us, Matthew McConaughey?" And then J Lo is like, "I know, I have things to do." Like trying to get out of it. And then Judy Greer just like, "Oh, look at the time. Gotta go." And she like does the setup and then leaves them to like fall in love with each other. <laughs> So Manny's actually the Judy Greer in this case, and Emma's not the Judy Greer. Emma's the Emma's the I guess just the main character of a rom com. Yeah, she's the Meg Ryan. She's, she's the, Meg Ryan. Yeah, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. You know, other Jennifer. <laughs> not the non Jennifer Lopez, the Jennifer Garner. Yeah, just like a hybrid. She's like a hybrid, like a like Lovecraftian monster yeah. like like a big glob like otherworldly rom-com main character that's her that's my girl yeah. um so <laughs> manny spots sean in the library and she's like you should I'm like first of all you can't invite people to be, like that's there's like a head count there's like you're paying per plate like you can't just like invite people to a wedding <laughs> like man not only is manny like Oh, the dogs are going crazy. Um, what the fuck? There's like, usually there's only one dog here. I think there's a visiting dog in my hotel. I think your neighbor does the dog bites. <sighs> Michael Vick, how are you in Open China? <laughs> How'd you end up here? What are you doing here? <laughs> um, okay, so not only is Manny like, a complete side character in this situation. She's not getting married. She's not the daughter of the bride. She's not even related to the bride at all. She's just no, a friend. She's of- been to the bride's house a few times. <laughs> yes. And she's like, hey, you know, just like handing out invites left and right, like at the fucking middle school to junior high. And I'm like, like was that her invite? She's, or she's had an extra, like, it's not tickets. Like, it's not like, oh, I have a ticket. Oh, I have a ticket to um, whatever band's coming into town. You want to mm-hmm. come? Like, what is that? Also, those invites look like they were made in MS Paint. You fucking know it was. What kind of cheap ass invites are these? Like, Spike, especially um, Snake is like a computer dude. You couldn't like do some design or like just do an evite. Like, come on. There's literally so many things that they, the amount of computer wordage that they use in the show, they could have like really stepped up their game a little bit. Just a little bit. But Manny successfully invites Sean, like, skips away after playing Cupid. <laughs> Meanwhile, JT and Toby are talking about strippers because they're like, listen, um, Snake's going to have a stag party. And if there's, I know anything about stag parties that there's going to be some titties, right? Mm-hmm. So they go over to Craig, who they've never spoken to, who calls him <laughs> them JP and Tony, which I'm like, <laughs> honestly, hey, I Tony. cackled. <laughs> He's like, hey, JP and Tony. <laughs> like, um, but, um, 
they think there's gonna be strippers but like snake told joey no strippers because he's a feminist and mm. the guys are like boo lame and jt's like listen i think we should get a stripper which i'm like that's this this storyline is so creepy because it's like these are kids like i can't with them also- trying to get a stripper for their teacher like it's just it's so, so bizarre like when you think about it you're like wait wh- like if even if they were able to get stripped for like what were the logistics what was their plan sir just go to the strip club and be like i'd like one stripper please with one stripper boobs. with boobs and preferably low standards because we don't have lots of money <laughs> <laughs> and um so yeah um also do you really want to watch like a stripper in the same room you know i never really understood that with men because i know like nothing wrong with strippers like i think you know listen ladies make that get that cash shake that ass like yes bitch but i never quite understood like from a male point of view of getting strippers because it's like i feel like a lot of times it's like you're in a group of people who like you're really close with i'm like aren't you like getting like aroused but like your brother is there like i, I don't know i'm thinking like isn't it kind of like does you feel weird like like uh, like for instance for like a bachelor party mm-hmm. typically it's like you and your bros but then maybe your brother maybe your dad and uh-huh. it's like isn't that not weird to, for you um, or is that like just or do men just have like tunnel vision when it comes to that kind of stuff and they like I, everything's blackout all i see is a naked woman i don't see anybody else here well i think depending on the the invite list of the bachelor party depends on whether or not you're getting a stripper. Um, like if you're, I don't know, I don't know what bachelor party is, is inviting anyone's dad. Um, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's cool. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But like, if it's that kind of thing, then you like know the invite, then you're on the, the ideal thing is not to, to get a stripper, right? You're going to, you like, just like go out and get drunk, like, and like do like fun shit. But, if it's like a strictly like like bridal party, no like like I'm not inviting anyone's like sister or cousin from the groom's family, like I'm like I'm getting fucked up and I'm gonna see some like like from a bachelorette party, like we're getting fucked up and we're going to go see like a Chippendales like thing and we're we're gonna take like the sweetest of shots all night. And, like, not remember anything. That's the ideal situation. Um, But if there's, like, a mixing of family on the invite list, you got to go strictly, strictly, non-dickly. Okay. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Also, like, I I don't like male strippers. I'd rather go to a girl strip club. I don't like, like, male strippers make me, um... I don't like I don't like the body rolls. Body rolling is makes me cringe. It, they make me cringe a lot. I, it's just like something about it. It's just like it's not it's not funny to me. It's just like oh no, yeah. like, I don't want to see this. I guess in my mind, I was like thinking, I'm like oh, like it's I don't okay. Tell me, listener, if this exists, like a like a strip club where it's just like guys it's almost like a instead of like a gentleman's club like you know the old like cigar like whiskey bars it's like a mm-hmm. ladies club where you Ooh. just like um like it's just a personal bartender that's like at your table that like gets to make you drinks and like men come around and are like like clothes but like very nicely dressed um oh. but like are very polite and just like cater to you all <laughs> 
That's my ideal. <laughs> I don't know why I pictured us. We're in like Edwardian fashion. Like it's like a jade. Like we're just like fanning ourselves and it's just like, oh, a gentleman collar. Yeah. But like, okay, you know, okay, like picture, picture it. <laughs> Sicily, 1939. <laughs> okay. I've been rewatching Golden Girls if you haven't noticed. Um, but like. It's almost like, you know, like a, like a Ben, I was about to say teppanyaki, that's what they call it here, but Benny Hanna's type setup, right? Where you're at mm-hmm. a table, someone's there cooking for you, and like, like, but it's like a bartender, and mm-hmm. they're just there to make you drinks and kind of like be the flirtatious, like, bartender, like, just making conversation in a very polite way, light flirting, but like, in a kind of like, um, consensual way, <laughs> like, everything's yeah, so- like a- like yeah. it's not like it's not too much it's like just just the re- right amount of flirtation yes and then like and then there's like people just like bringing you like snacks and like taking your orders and being like and like just like so polite and nice that like it's very obvious that they're like flirting with you but like it's nothing more you know like it's not i, I feel like i feel like you almost just described like the opposite of Hooters, but I think a lot of times when people try to think the opposite of Hooters, like yeah, like the guys will be wearing speedos, but I'm like, you're still thinking about it from a male point male of view, gaze, assuming yeah. that like that like. Don't get me wrong, I don't mind seeing a man in a speedo, but <laughs> you're assuming that the opposite of Hooters for like women it's is like the we, same as that's Hooters what we just want with when we men. Go out, yeah. It's like, well, no, I think I think you're actually I think a lot of women is like, <laughs> yes, we just have like a nice bartender who just flirts with us and very well dressed men who serve us food. And they're yeah. also flirtatious and handsome, and like, but it's not like, oh my gosh, they're and, like their like their balls are out, like that's not. How and maybe it like works. maybe like the most touching that happens, like they like they like guide you at the small of your back if, when you when you're getting up to go to the bathroom. Mm. But like literally nothing, like no ass, like no like boob graze. It's literally just at like a guidance at the small of your back in the most mm-hmm. like flirtatious but also very platonic way hmm. like, i like this am i just coming up with a business plan like this sounds I think fucking you just amazing came up with a business model because i'm like i would go i would actually go to that i think that would be fun for like a bachelorette party i'd prefer that for someone who doesn't like males like yes. seeing male strippers i think i would do that and so it's just fun like it's you're just there to like hang out and like get drunk with your girls but like it's like it's it's still like a like you're still like going out to be seen, but like it's in a like like in a like a nice way. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is fucking okay, you're amazing. A genius. Yeah. Okay. So like, write it down. Don't yeah. steal our ideas. Listener. Copyright. Um, Lauren Hamilton. You can't trade when you I, listen to this yet. podcast. You inherently have signed an NDA. So if you say mm-hmm. anything about this, some my pe- some my my goons on you slash my lawyers. Yeah, what I but call if you come up students. with a really clever name that could possibly be the franchise name of this establishment, send us a DM. We might work you into a a percentage of the profits over time. Bear, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to pitch it to the sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so the boys go to a strip club in the hopes of hiring a stripper, and uh, so they they want to get this stripper. Her name's Fanny, Fanny, Fancy. <laughs> Fancy, but then I was like, yes. fancy. <laughs> I thought like, do Canadians call like pussy fanny the way British people do? Kind of like um, this British slang is like a fanny. Doesn't mean your butt like how it means for us. Yeah. It means like your vagina. Yeah. 
um, possibly. I think the odds are that, like, I think in America, in the States, like, it would be, like, no one would ever think, that's what we call them all fanny packs. Like, no one thinks of it any differently, but I feel like in Canada. Yeah. It's it's a more highly chance that people would use fanny in two different ways. Yeah. Because I know in the UK they call fanny packs bum bags. Mm-hmm. They're both references to butts. You just love butts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the bouncer kicks them out, but Craig is like, okay, like I'll get Joey to do it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Spike is giving Emma a perm, and I'm like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Um, white listeners, <laughs> let me know if this is still a true thing. When I was in college going to not only um, – primarily white institution i went to the whitest of christian conservative institutions with a whole lot of white people and um something that became very trendy was that like the girls were trying to get these perms um and get like a body wave to like because like having like wavy beach wavy hair was very in yes as we established (laughs) my hair is (laughs) wing Y'all love a sea salt spray, like DIY. We fucking know, like, and we're here for it. We're here to like snap our fingers, go off this. But like, the amount of girls I knew that in college were trying to get a cheap ass perm, um, mm. body wave. You just you can't do it. You can't do it. Um, damn, Hendrix. I know Hendrix. He's afraid. He's mad at these perms too. Okay, he's had enough. He's a curly girl. He has naturally textured fur. He's like, I don't need that. (laughs) Hold on, let me let me go to him for a second. He doesn't like when people do anything. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah, I also was like, I don't know why Emma was choosing to get a perm this day, and why her mom was like, Yes, let's make this day about your hair. Yes. Yeah. First of all, I don't know why you would do it the day before the wedding. Come on, Spike. but also You're like, a um, yeah. Also like, um, the length of her hair too. I'm like, I feel like that's a weird length to be permanent. I feel like she needs longer hair for it to work and not mm. look like really weird. I don't know. I don't know what they're. But I guess you know, we needed some like a, a funny thing to happen, Emma. Yeah. So we gave her a perm. Um, Spike goes to the bathroom and pulls out a pregnant pregnancy test, and um. Yeah. Ooh. Pre- Once again, Damn, Spike loves a surprise. It's late. Bitch. <laughs> again. <laughs> How do you keep getting pregnant by surprise? Like, why? Um. Hello, Miss Kale, Team Mom. Literally. Like, all what do you fuck you doing in Degrassi? All this episode confirms that Spike loves to get like fucked raw. Mm. She loves to get raw dog. Like, I'm like girls. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways to prevent this. Um, so Spike goes to the bathroom, pulls out the pregnancy test, and some woman shows up with a wedding cake, but it's Rhoda's bat mitzvah cake. Oh, no. (laughs) Classic. It's like, um, I've never been anywhere. I mean, like, even Pizza Hut fucking does this, where they're like, here, open up your pizza box. Let's make sure this is the right one. Like, if you're delivering an expensive ass cake, they're going to open it. To make yeah, sure. you're gonna, you're gonna open it in front of them, or or they'll open oh. it for you so you can confirm. But but she's a kid, and she's some. What's what happens? When you put a child in like in charge of like planning your wedding for some reason. Like she literally is like twelve years old. Why yeah, is she doing what? all this? What's wrong with Spike? 
that uh <laughs> why is your daughter in charge of all this I don't like, this episode aside from us finding out that Spike loves it raw it confirms that Spike and Emma's relationship is just like actually really like kind of toxic because it's like why is like why is it's the adultification of your daughter that like why is she doing all of this like nothing wrong with her helping because like yeah she should you know help out a little bit clean clean the house a little bit do something for me why is she like doing the wedding <laughs> i literally I, let me find my notes speaking of fucking team mom you already know who i'm gonna talk about i know who you're gonna talk about fucking leah leah and the girls is <laughs> yeah the fucking girls is <laughs> bitch you do not need to be you do your daughter does not need to be involved in any of the drama that's happening in this episode no and i didn't realize she's fucking planned the entire thing she's stressed <laughs> yeah she's just stressed she's like generally speaking i would go in on emma because emma's annoying right. but emma's behavior is actually just is it's it's appropriate for her age group spike is not a good parent <laughs> in this episode and the fact like, she's just not and even if right even if emma's like hey mom i got it what adult woman is like, yeah, teenage daughter, go ahead and plan my dream wedding. Also barely teenage, because not when she's like 17, she's like 14. Like she's hard, she's basically eight. In my eyes, a 14-year-old is the same as an eight-year-old. Like you are a little kid. Um, Emma barges in because she's ready, she's ready to handle. She's the phone. She's about to cuss these people out. She's like, I'm gonna, don't even, babe, don't even worry about it. <laughs> what the fuck? She's like, freak out. But, um, Spike reveals that she's pregnant, and I'm my first thought is like, why would you tell your daughter this before Snake? I was like, you should tell the person who did it first. That's what. That's when I fucking knew that this. Or woman actually, no, is- no. Spike Snake doesn't have to necessarily know first. Let's say it was Caitlyn. If Caitlyn was there and she was like, "Girl, I'm pregnant," that's different because yeah. she's an adult. Yeah, you don't need to tell your your daughter. Before you tell the man, this adult man, especially because he's not just some random dude. He literally is the person you're marrying tomorrow. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, talk about the fuck. I mean, this is very spot on for a rom-com where it's like red flag after red flag after red flag. But then you're like, but in my heart, I really think I love him. And it's like, no, honey, you you guys need to take some time and figure out if this is really going to work out. Because y'all ain't got no communication skills. Why you tell your daughter? And like, what? (laughs) I mean, I'm on Team Snake. I don't know what he says in this episode. I I didn't write them. I'm I'm on Team Snake too. When he was like, he was like, "What kind of family am I? Is this?" <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. Snake is like, I'm the yes. only adult in this relationship. Because like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like he he showed up. He like he's been there a few times. You know, showing up late at night, sneaking upstairs to go raw dogs, <laughs> spiky spike, and then he's like, "What?" He, it, the veil has been lifted and they're doing the show in their themselves. The pure chaos where everything is left up to the teen daughter the morning of the wedding? Come on! Come on! What the fuck? Um, this is Spike. <laughs> Utter chaos. I can't. So Spike is debating telling, calling Snake to tell him, which I'm like, this isn't Shane McKay. Like, you can tell Snake. He's an adult. Like, this is your man. Like, this is the man you love. This is not just a, a one-night stand. This is literally Snake. You know so what she's, they like, should've... nervous. 
Sorry, you know what? Sorry, uh, go ahead. You go. You know what they should have done? <laughs> they should have been like, so like, Snake's like, listen, I'm just going to give him an egg and I'm going to see how he does with it. If I just give him an egg and see how how, how well he takes care of it, maybe then I can decide if he's going to be the father of my child. Because you know what? That that tracks for her at this point. It does. That, I mean, as we've seen, she's like, yeah. And the, that egg ended up broken. So what does that tell you? Um, so she's like nervous about it. Manny shows up. And now Emma tells Manny that Spike. So everyone knows Spike is pregnant except for the people who need to know. Um, Manny tells... Um, Emma that Sean is coming uh, tells Emma that Sean is coming to the wedding and Emma's like no go uninvite him like you're fucking crazy and then that's when like Emma's like oh my god my hair my perm mom the perm my hair (laughs) (laughs) we see Emma's hair and the you know smash cut to the next scene and she like um, looks like a poodle Mm -hmm. and I'm still not really clear what they're trying to do exactly Um, Lucy and Caitlin show up and how Emma got a tighter curl pattern than Lucy in this? I don't fucking What kind know. of perm was this? This was, as someone, I remember when I was transitioning, I used to do perm rod sets, mm-hmm. which obviously you're using perm rods. Um, and if you did not look like similar to a twist out or a braid out, if you do not let your hair dry and you try mm-hmm. to unravel all those things, that's what Emma's hair looked like. And I feel like yeah. whoever, I don't, I, I don't know. They, I don't, I, I don't know. But also I feel like, <laughs> I, I, I think, the, I think eventually the last person to fix her hair is actually Lucy to make it look manageable for the wedding. Yeah. I, I genuinely <laughs> think they're like, here, give it to the black girl. She'll know what to do. Her and hair, guess what? Her she hair kind of looks like this. Her hair kind of <laughs> looks like this. You do it. Yeah. Lucy, you do it. <laughs> Lucy, you know hair. <laughs> it's like what? Lucy, you understand what to do with like a mess. You do it, right? Your hair's all she, wild and crazy. She's like, listen, one. A last lady at my old job actually told Christian. me that one time. Oh no! Yeah, I wore my hair like it wasn't even my hair. I had like a crochet thing, but it was like kind of like, mm-hmm. like bigger, like kind of poofy. And she was like, "Yeah, I just love what you wear with your hair like wild and crazy." Oh no! And I was like, "That's not." That's not okay. That's like that's not it, honey. That's my not hair's it. not wild and crazy, bitch. This is not done on purpose. So, um, but the girlies are taking Spike out. Um, Sean is hanging out with Tracker, and I'm like, oh, he looks so- Tracker's. He looks so fucking hot in this. <sighs> I mean, Tracker's like, he's like, I want to get out. He wants to get out of the city for the day, but Sean has a wedding to go to, and I was like, I'll go with you, Tracker. Where are we going? Oh my gosh, can you imagine just like on the back of his bike, like you're going to go like... I mean, I would have a panic attack. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But like... I would be freaking out the whole time, actually. It'd be so romantic. (laughs) Be like, don't worry, girl. I know I take your breath away. (laughs) Like hyperventilating the back. Yeah, and it's like because motorcycles are so loud, he thinks I'm just like orgasming. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, I'm like literally crying. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, she likes she likes the bump 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 on my motorcycle. Looks like yeah, he's like, and I'm like literally screaming. Tracker Tracker's not like the most aware person. No. I feel like, but you know who can change him? Me. 
<laughs> I can change my promise. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny shows up and then she like, so, oh, she trips, which I'm like, why is she falling? Like, I don't understand what the point. Do they just need to fill time? They need a few Run more seconds. Down, so they're like, just like fall down, Manny. So she does a fake fall. And that's when she like asks Sean for the invite back. And I'm just like, oh, that's rough. And um, I would have lied. I'm like, Sean, the wedding was canceled. I like snake died with no wedding tomorrow. <laughs> like I would say anything, but I need that invitation back. Okay, can I give like a quick little story time? Please. <laughs> okay. So I have my on my mom's side I have this uncle and mm-hmm. he is I don't know if I mentioned him before on the podcast before, but he is an uncle former detective, former firefighter, like very like hello there like shakes hands like how you doing and then that's the end of the conversation but he always makes a point to like give gifts to like me my brother my cousins Mm -hmm. and um my brother was messing me the other day about uh who they had gotten together like all the family had gotten together for dinner and um my uncle used to always give us these like collecting coins like if you ever saw like an infomercial for like for mm-hmm. a limited time only you can get this collector set of like coins this my Sacagawea uncle... <laughs> gold yes. coin yeah like mm-hmm. he gave us those like little like like glass case coin sets um which what do you do with I don't know but he was like he my brother told me that my uncle had given them all to uh, like him and my parents each got one and they gave one to me as well but I wasn't there mm-hmm. um <laughs> But then he was like, so it turned out my uncle was like kind of like flirting with the waitress a little bit. Um, and she had like made a comment about the coin sets or whatever. And, and, um, and so like once the waitress left, my brother said that my uncle was like, hey, give me one of those back. <laughs> i give it to her. <laughs> To a stranger, a stranger waitress who I, I guess they know. gave. I guess they gave him yours because, like, well, she's not here. I mean, probably. Like, also, I don't want those fucking coins, Uncle Such and Such. Like, I don't want. I don't want them. But like, also, it was like it was like some like collector's item, like nine eleven anniversary, like super like patriotic go America type thing. It's like. Oh my gosh! What the fuck? <laughs> and then intense. he gave me, they took it back and they gave it to. A, can you imagine being a waitress and like someone gave you like a collector's like nine eleven like coin set? <laughs> you know she's told that story to all her friends. She's like, "Listen, man, oh was, like trying to listen. Are you me. that person? Let me know because that's my uncle. That's hilarious. <laughs> so did she? Did he actually give it to her? Yeah. And like, do you know what happened after? Are they I mean, dating she now? Probably, like, like, she literally probably went back into the kitchen and be like, what the fuck? Is she your like, aunt now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. My uncle has always been single in, like, our minds. I mean, we recently come to terms that, like, he probably has, like, dated people. He just never brings them around. Um, <clears throat> it's like, ugh, God. Weird. He's, he's like, That's my so uncle weird. is like almost 70. Like he's. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was going to ask you how old but I figured. Like he has to, it's, it's, it has he's to probably, be old. Like, he's probably actually point. 70 now. Like, or just over 70. Yeah. That's hilarious. I, it's just so funny to think that like, she's like, oh, 
literally making small talk because she's a waitress <laughs> and she wants to get a tip. And she's like, oh, nice coins. Interesting. He's like, she leaves he's like, like get one of those coins back. <laughs> Basically, basically. Why? Why is that? Like, rem- that's reminding me of a scene from a, like a movie or a TV show I just watched. I don't. I, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. try to pull it up now because it's it's like in the recesses of my mind. But it sounds like something from a TV show. And just like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you don't do that. Um, but um, Sean's sad. I'm like, oh, is he gonna cry? I don't know. So Snake and Joey show up at Emma's house, and Caitlin and Joey are hugging. It's the beginning of something, and um, the plan is so the guys are to go bowling, and Spike, but Spike pulls Snake aside before they leave. But right when she's gonna like tell Snake, I'm you know what I never understood <laughs> is that like, well, first I was like, every everyone's here, like you just be like, hey, come with me in the kitchen real quick. Come like come upstairs real quick. I need to like. I need to talk to you real quick. Yeah. Or also, I never understood TV shows, and I get why, because you have to have, like, something happen. Mm-hmm. But it's always funny to me, like, in shows where, like, I'm going to say something that someone walks in. And, I, like, I, I whenever I've had to tell you something important, I would literally just be like, hey, can you give us a second? Like, I would never. Yeah. Th- that wouldn't deflate me. It's like, I'm like, hey, actually, can we get a minute? Or you literally just go someplace private so you can actually exactly. have a conversation. But. Exactly. Rom-com. So. <laughs> Lucy shows up and she's like, "Hey, when are you gonna start having kids?" And um, because <laughs> of come- course, because Lucy's inappropriate. <laughs> also, remember that reminded me of um, Schools Out when she's like, she's like basically chastising Caitlin. I mean, rightly, rightfully so, about like possibly gonna marry Joey. Yeah, and, and she, she was, was right. She was like, <gasps> "Marry." you just girl you you still in high school like what <laughs> she's like you guys are lucy was always the voice of reason though she always was just like what are you like i mean when spike got mm-hmm. pregnant and they had the like and she was like why is she having a baby this is stupid like you guys are children and now <laughs> but now she's like she's like all right now it's uh culturally appropriate for you guys to start having kids uh, i'm gonna insert yeah. myself into your life with this question have also it just like months. super inappropriate to ask anybody about kids necessarily um but uh but snake intercepts the question he's like yeah we want kids but he's like but like not right now like we're like we're like there's a terrible time right now like later on down the line so so now she's like oh like i got my answer i'm like so you don't have a secret abortion like here's the thing (gasps) abortion is always a woman's choice yes I, i i stand by that but the thing is the thing is, Spike, you could just still talk to Snake. Like this is this is not because he's your like he yes he's saying husband. You guys are getting married. Like you guys are you're you're the thing is is that like um he's saying no. I absolutely don't want to have kids, but it's also because he doesn't know you're pregnant. Yeah, though, like he just is as far as he's concerned, we're not having kids. But you're pregnant. You tell him that, and he might be like, oh shit, wow, didn't expect that. But okay, like. Yeah, that's fine. I can get used to that. Like, I'm, it's not the end of the world. But she's just like, I'm just gonna have another abortion. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I just feel like, <clears throat> I mean, I guess that's kind of like her thing, right? She's supposed to be like the like independent like teen mom of Degrassi, Single, where like she, yeah, she yeah. like is constantly being like, I can do this on my own. But I don't know. I kind of feel like. The way that they're playing out this adult relationship, right, of a relationship of people that are literally 
about to commit to like their, yeah their we lives were, like to supposed to be like 30 or something <laughs> or, like 31 <clears throat> i feel like degrassi could have played it out like a little bit like hey here's a teaching moment of like how to handle this in a mature kind of way of like instead of this very like teenage drama like back and forth of it all it kind of was ridiculous yeah. They're behaving. Spike is behaving like a teenager. Yeah. Like she's she's doing what a, a a less mature person would do, and it's that's why it's so annoying seeing her act this way because it's like she's an adult. She's grown. Like why are you mm-hmm. like literally just talk to him? And the thing is, don't even do it now. <clears throat> I would wait. Like honestly, if I was like, this is the wedding's tomorrow. It's just a very stressful time. Yeah. I will still be pregnant in two days. It won't make much of a difference. Maybe I tell you after the wedding of like, hey, listen. So here's the thing. Like, yeah, the, I feel like there's 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 there are multiple configurations in which you can tell him, or you just tell him because that's your partner and you're committing <laughs> yeah. to them. So like, you just tell him like he's not a bad guy. He's not gonna freak out. I don't know. She's crazy. But yeah. um, at the stag party, and like, Snake has like the ball and chain thing, and I hate that stuff. I I get I think something I think is really cringe is always like the whole like oh i'm married oh my, my life's over i'm like then just don't get married like why like what is wrong with straight people that like their whole personality is like i hate my wife like what yeah it's an yeah. illness uh, what was i watching the other day oh i can't remember what else uh it's not coming to me but it was just like the the classic trope that that like very like heterosexual like classic trope of like marriage and like what marriage looks like in the like in hollywood and it's like oh god it's like it seems so dated now even though like yeah timeline wise it isn't that but like that classic um just like oh i need to conform to like the standards of like relationship timeline and you know i'm reaching this age i need to do this and kind of thing it's just it's so it, it's so it, it seems so dated now even though it really isn't it's very dated it's very like and whenever people have like <clears throat> those views on marriage i'm just like just don't do it like it's fine like it's not that big of a deal like i still yeah. understand we live in a society that does like push that for like straight people in particular but like just don't do it i i don't understand why are you suffering like you <laughs> Yeah. If you think marriage is like really like oh my life ends here, it's like then you really shouldn't get married. Exactly. Maybe. How about that? Um, JT and Toby show up dressed like they're in Hawaii Five O again, and <laughs> they think they're gonna be allowed to watch the stripper. But Joey's like, "You need to leave." And Craig also yeah, thought he's gonna watch it, and Joey's like, "You're, you're gonna <clears throat> stairs watching TV." Also, I don't know why you didn't send him away. I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, that's an adult party. Craig, I'm like, Craig is like 15. I'm like, you shouldn't even be here. You need to be at your, go sleep over at a friend's house. Like, you don't need to be here. Um, So, is Radich there yet? Radich is there. And (laughs) it's just like, how lame. Also, like, Joey, I assume Joey's playing this. What kind of friend is Joey to be like, hey, let's invite our old principal and now your boss to your stag party. (laughs) Where we'll have a stripper. Like, who wants to have that there? Why invite Radish? That's weird. It's weird. Um, so but the the ladies are having their bachelorette party. This part was wild. So they're at a Mexican restaurant, and there's a mariachi band. 
which I'm like, why are mariachi bands always played for last? I like mariachi bands. I think they're kind of cool. Yeah, but I, I don't want the them right next to nice. my table, like in my ear. Well, I don't want them in my ear, but like, generally <laughs> yeah. speaking, I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, mariachi music is like nice. So then Spike is not having it. And Spike says to her friends, make them stop or you'll have four dead Mexicans on your hands. Oh, and shit. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> kind of line is that? Because the thing is, you could have just said, make them stop. You'll have four dead mariachis on your hand. In which he's like, oh, it separates them from their ethnicity. It's just these guys playing music. Or just say four dead men. Or just, if you don't let them stop, I'm I'm going to fucking flip. No, she said we have four dead Mexicans. I was like, Jesus fucking... Spike is terrible in this episode. You know what? I'm changing my song choice. Okay, Ooh. I'm going to change it. I'm going to keep that in my okay. head. Because she's a bad... She's a bad person. Yeah, she's coming off terrible. And it's kind of, I, as we're analyzing, I'm like, wow, it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah, it's really obnoxious because it's like, it's not even just like, it's it's just, it's just not good. It's not, that was a crazy line for, for anyone to have written down for this woman to say. I'm like, that's like really racist and just like crazy. But Caitlin sends the band away because she doesn't want that to happen. Um, and... So they're like, um, they're trying to get her to unwind. Like, hey, have a drink. And Spike says no. And they're like, oh, you're pregnant, aren't you? And they think it's joking, but it's true. And everyone's like, oh, okay, like, like, okay, just talk to Snake. They're like, they're literally being reasonable. Like, oh, like, he loves, hey, like, he loves you. It's no big deal. But she's like, no, I cancel the wedding. I'm, uh, no. And she's like <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, everyone around you's like, oh, girl, like, this is great. Like, go tell him. And she's like, no, no, there has to be drama. No. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, <laughs> I mean, you know, Lucy is like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck did I come back? She's like, I knew I was different from these girls in high school, but like now it's like, damn, this is, this is wild. Right. It's, it's so weird. Um, it's like, it's, it was just very, like, I, I, I <laughs> And so one of the issues with Degrassi, I'll say, is that in order to, like, which happened with Don't Believe the Hype, in order to, like, tell a story, they just make characters act, like, not themselves sometimes. And I'm like, so he's like, you know, whatever. He loves you, but she's tripping because she's crazy. So Emma and Manny are watching movies at Emma's. And Emma's like, you know, she's kind of getting excited. She's like, you know, I would, I've always wanted to have a little brother. Like, this could be kind of cool. And... Mm. Spike and Caitlin come back and Spike's in a mood because I still don't understand why. She takes one look at Emma's hair and runs out of the room crying. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be like, she's pregnant. She's like, I, ru- ah. she's like, I ruined everything. Well, I think because I think the whole point, because remember she said I ruined everything when she sees Emma's hair. <laughs> yeah. I guess her whole thing is like, uh, I'm getting pregnant and I'm wrong. Like, also, it's not your fault. You guys both like made a choice <sighs> to have unprotected yeah. sex. You're both pregnant. It's okay. Like, I know it's annoying people say like, "Oh, we're pregnant," but like, this is the two of you. But I guess I guess you're right. They're trying to really play up the whole Spike thinks that she's like, you know, oh, I'm like the independent single mom, and I have to be that way for the rest of my life. But it's also like, she's I don't know. It just feels like I get what they're trying to do, but her behavior is so like unreasonable in the situation that it's like you like go. You need to just talk to someone. But Emma goes upstairs to her mom 
And she's like, listen, like, just tell Snake. Because even the child is like, call Snake and tell him what's happening. And 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 Spike's like, no, no, I can't. I simply cannot. Oh, man, I can't make this mistake again. And then poor Emma is just like, oh. <laughs> Uh, not those words to the, to the well because because Spike was mom. talking about getting an abortion and Emma's pro life I guess and but <laughs> but she makes you to say that and she's like Emma I don't mean it like that which I understand what she was trying to say but again like you still said it yeah. to like your fourteen year old she's gonna take it that way because yeah. she's fourteen and that's why you shouldn't be talking to your fourteen year old exactly. about shit like this <sighs> she just. Oh, sorry. Actually, that's from part two. I actually kind of skipped ahead. My bad. Oh, okay. It's, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it on to you. My bad. I actually I skipped <laughs> no, I was, ahead. I was like, oh, I feel like I wrote notes about that, but I was like, who knows? Oof. Okay. Let's see what I wrote about. Um. Oh man, I'm almost finished with this notebook. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I wrote very much Leah from Teen Mom discussing life choices choices with her kids inappropriately. <laughs> Which is very much what Spike is. Um, so, yeah, there's kind of like that little like tuffle between the two of them. And we cut to the scene of Toby and JT, um, who are outside Joey's house. And they are trying to sneak and be like very spy-like with their all black and their, you know, blacked out everything mm-hmm. um trying to see the stripper and they basically set up shop um where they have like a little like webcam eye that they suction cup to the window so that they can watch it from a monitor in the bushes um mm-hmm. i liked that uh toby was like making a crack and he's like um i think uh jt was like oh it's gonna be so great to like see a, like a naked woman and then toby's like oh I th- what about when you walked in on your grandma in the shower? <laughs> and I was like, Toby coming in with the burn sometimes. He's coming okay. in hot. Though this episode, generally speaking, doesn't age well because there's also a line where like Toby's like, isn't this, this was like an invasion of privacy? And JT's like, she's a stripper. Privacy isn't in her vocabulary. And I'm like, no, it very much <laughs> is. And I don't know if we were supposed to take that as just like JT's stupid or like, to excuse what they're doing i'm like no like she didn't consent to dancing yeah. for 13 year olds so <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah yeah like numerous things this episode didn't and radish super... is all up in the park i'm sorry radish you knew them as kids like why are you here again like it just it just is so ill-placed i'm like it's so weird i wonder if he like invited himself i feel like that's probably more likely I don't know. He seemed very comfortable where he was. He was drinking his little beer. He was like, like, yeah, this cool party. (laughs) He was like, he's the person that like mingles around like the veggie like tray. Just Mm -hmm. like smacking on those broccoli florets and carrots. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You're like, oh, geez. But maybe maybe he goes hard. Who knows? Maybe he parties hard. Maybe. I mean, we, we we know where Reg comes from. He's been to a party or two. He oh, probably yeah. fucking knows Fancy. Fancy's yeah, like mom fancy. or something. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like I knew your mom. Oh, I knew your mom back in my day. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we listen. Radish, Radish went, got got around in some circles in the porn industry. Okay, mm-hmm. he knows a party when he sees it. Yeah, sex um, worker icon, Mister Radish. Mm, mm. 
Um, so we get to Emma and Manny and they're discussing the baby. Um, and I just wrote down Emma's not interfering, but we all know that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like her MO. Mm-hmm. So we get back to, it's kind of like this contemplation of like, you know, like Emma's like deep in thought about things. She's wondering like what's going to happen. And obviously what is she going to do to solve the situation? <laughs> so we get back to Joey's house. The, um, the exotic dancer, she shows up, Miss Fancy. And uh, Joey throws on his fedora because I guess that's his like party look. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's a bowling he's a channel, shirt a Channel like young Joey. He's like, I have to like really go back to like my glory days back in the yeah. halls of Degrassi Junior High. Yeah. And um for some reason I wrote down body jewelry, which I guess she must have like body jewelry on or something. Like she body might jewels. Have. Like around probably... like her belly button or something. Or like an armband yeah. maybe. Yeah, she's fancy. She she's fancy. She's a fancy girl. And uh we cut to see she's finally giving, you know, her little strip tease. Um, mm-hmm. But we cut outside and we see that Toby and JT fell asleep when the show starts. Because they're too young to stay up late and see a woman take off her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they're just little boys, little baby boys. Go yeah. sleep. <laughs> That's your bedtime, isn't it, Toby? Um, <laughs> I think oh, and then also, me. I think the camera falls off the window as well. Um, so it was just all kinds of wrong. We get to Spike's house and we see that Caitlin and Spike are discussing when to call Snake. And of course, Caitlin gives terrible relationship advice because that's her trope in this show, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, she love, She's very much an Emma in that she loves to like jump in and insert herself into people's um, problems, but then like not solve them at all. Just like <laughs> insert herself and like scramble things oh, around yeah. and then leave. Oh, of course. I mean, because, like, I mean, we know Emma is basically the Caitlyn in this yeah. iteration. And yeah. Emma's, like, I mean, she's very much making it about herself. And generally, I would I would be opposed to it because her whole her whole shtick really about the abortion is because, like, if you had had an abortion when you were pregnant with me, I wouldn't exist. And it's like, yeah, but this isn't about you. But yeah. also, she's a child. Mm-hmm. Her reaction is that of a child. And it's because she's involved in adult shit that she should not be involved in. And honestly, exactly. I think I don't I think Emma should be taken away from her mother. Calls <laughs> <laughs> CPS. After after like no one was watching her on the internet and she almost got fucking like traffic and oh. now this. Emma, <laughs> Emma needs supervision. Uh-huh. Um but I think Caitlin is like, hey, you know, like I think Spike initially was actually gonna call um Snake. She picked up the phone, but then Caitlin was like, no, I don't think this is the right time to have this conversation, which like it wasn't, but like, if you're already kind of like going to have this conversation, like just have it now. Like, yeah, don't wait but till I get tomorrow. what Caitlin's saying too. It's like, he's probably drunk. It's late. Yeah. Like, don't call him with this now, which I'm like, which is also why you should have either just done it ever since or wait until after everything really. Cause it's like. It's not gonna be a good time tomorrow either, because it's like literally the morning. It's exactly. like just, it's just not a good time. Exactly. After Snake arrived at the house earlier today, and you didn't say it, it's kind of like you missed your window. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're stupid. Because <laughs> you could have just told him. 
make bad decisions. You made that um, choice, so. So Emma is distraught. She can't sleep. Um, so she decides that she's gonna take her terrible perm, put on some moccasins, and head down the street to wherever Joey lives, apparently walking distance away, and walks to Joey's house. But when she's walking in, she actually steps on Toby's hand, um, because they were sleeping in the bushes outside, and Toby's like, ah! And then there's a bunch of, ah, ah! what are you doing here what are you doing here kind of thing rom-com and rom-com rom-com and all the commotion outside causes um snake and joey to be like emma what are you doing here (laughs) Emma is like i'm here because my mom didn't have an abortion and you know what your your fiance is pregnant (laughs) I mean, in a very short, non, like, you know, like a very straightforward, Spike's pregnant and she's thinking of having an abortion. <laughs> and Snake is like, what? And, then, and then Snake rightfully so says, Emma, why are you here and not your mom? Exactly. <laughs> And like and, and Snake is so he's like, what kind of family is this? <laughs> what kind of family is this? I mean, like, Team Snake, man. Team but he's right because it's like, why the fuck is this child telling about my 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 wife as of tomorrow? Abortion, she might have. <laughs> For all he knows, at this rate, Spike's gonna have the abortion. And she's gonna have Emma perform it because there's exactly. Exactly. If I were Snake, I would leave them. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not joining. I can't marry into this mess. Y'all are a mess. And Joey's like, listen, let's go inside. This is like, we're all coked up. We need to come down a little bit. Let's smoke a little J, relax, and deal with it tomorrow. And I think Joey was like, listen, if you need me, if you need me to just like go over there and tell her that it's over, just let me know. I got your back. Okay? Like, um, like Spinner, just like come over with like. He thought you should have this. It's like a box of things. <laughs> Pull a spinner with Jimmy's box of things. No, post, don't call him. Don't call him. Post ecstasy <laughs> blow up. Oh man. Oh man. That would have been so. That would have been so great. But I guess that would have been too teenage of him. But I mean, they're I already mean, acting honestly, like fucking teenagers. So why not? No. But honestly, I don't know. I guess there's a baby involved. You might have to. <laughs> you probably want to have at least a conversation before then um yeah (laughs) so next day snake shows up at um spike's house and he like barges in joey in tow and they're like how could you not tell me you're pregnant (laughs) wait did i you know you're right he he says that and then spike is like you told him it's like he's like don't yell at her (laughs) i mean Thank God for Sp- for Snake. I mean, he's he's the rational one here. Be She's like, like you told my deep dark secret, Emma. He's like, why does she have your deep dark secrets and not me? <laughs> and then Manny comes down. And is like, does he know that you're pregnant yet? And then Caitlin's like, oh my gosh, he knows. And he's like, how many fucking people know besides me? How many? The fucking mariachi band knows. Lucy knows. Jesus fucking Christ! The mariachi band just barges in and just starts singing. <laughs> 
get out of here. Oh, <laughs> They're like, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is embarrassada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good. <laughs> but then Spike decides to fucking grow some balls, and she's like, she's like yelling at. I think she calls him like Archie or something. She's like, Archie, not here. We're not having this conversation. And then he tries to put his foot down. He's like, no, everyone fucking knows we're going to have this conversation right here. What's the point? What What are boundaries? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why she's like right now trying to be like, hey, you're going too far. It's like, no, Spike, like you have been, you've been wilding. <laughs> and I feel like Spike is the type of person like, like, we can't yell in front of the kids. Let's go into the other room so they can hear us through the wall. And it's like, that's not <laughs> not in front of the kids okay like all right whatever um but they do leave though yeah they go off to like you know hash things out um so we get to now we're kind of in this limbo period of like will they won't they is the wedding gonna go on and um we cut to a scene where joey is like sucking helium out of balloons and singing everybody wants something because okay. it's his moment to shine um and that's when we see that they're decorating the car um for the get you know the driveway car mm-hmm. and emma goes i've ruined everything wait i didn't take diligent notes for this okay emma says i've ruined everything yeah and, and then, like emma and like manny like calls her out she's like <laughs> she's like a, you should just like, mind up. your own business She's like, I told you not to say anything. You went, oh, you yeah. punk ass, and you went and told everybody. And now you want to cry about how you fucked up. It's like, yeah, girl. Yeah. And then and then Emma's like, Manny, mind your own business. And then Manny was like, oh, like you did? <laughs> <laughs> Manny's like, listen, this is the 15th time I've had to deal with the repercussions of you stepping into things without having. I mean, like, that's having... a wild thing to do. Like, besides just telling him. But you got up in the middle of the night and, like, walked over to the house. And she gets there. Because remember, when Snake comes out, he's worried. Because it's like, why? Yeah. Like, something why must have happened. Like, this, this Spike uh, die? Like, why are you here? And why she else just, like, blurts it here? out. She just blurts it out. Like, Spike's pregnant. She's having an abortion. <laughs> God. Uh, but we get to the scene. Spike and Snake are, like fucking like the, the big and little like like <laughs> oh my god cute it is she's so they tiny look like, he's so tall like that picture of simone biles and like shaquille o'neal <laughs> they're just like so different yes, literally literally <laughs> and they're walking by the water and they're kind of um arguing or just kind of like going back and forth and then they're like are you having any doubts and <laughs> then Snake goes, maybe we're just supposed to stay friends. And I was like, how are you going to be friends when you got engaged, been fucking each other without a condom, <laughs> and have a pregnancy scare, and now you just want to go back to being friends? Yeah, I feel like Honey. there's no, you can't really go back to that at this point. This wasn't like a little, oh, we dated for a little bit, and like we, we realized we're not compatible. It's like, y'all are really married. You're like, we should be friends. Let's <laughs> like, just keep it cash, okay? Like, <laughs> I just, like, you're still, like, really important to me, and, like, I just, you know, some nights I still like to be able to call you for a booty call. Is that too much to ask? I Friends mean, with Ben's? Would that be cool? How, how do you feel? How do you feel with that? 
How you feel about that, that arrangement? But Snake is right though, because his whole thing is just like there are some things that Emma like needs to not be privy to. It's like this is a relationship between me and you, and like yeah, we're a family, but like we are the adults. <laughs> Like, next thing you know, Snake is, like, having erectile dysfunction and then Emma knows about it. Like, why would she, like, like Spike's just like, yeah, girl, Wait, like, he just, like, the dude was trash last night. What? Wait, okay. Slight spoiler alert. What kind of cancer does he get? Oh, it's not dick cancer. <laughs> I was like, does he have prostate <laughs> cancer? He has no, AD. I think he, has, he gets, like, leukemia. Oh, right. And yeah. it's appropriate because we because Emma finds out, I think, after Spike knows or something. It isn't like it's an appropriate thing. But but that's the thing. The relationship is so toxic that like it doesn't sound crazy to you that like <laughs> Spike know. could be like, yeah, his dick doesn't work. And now Emma oh, is giving Spike a Viagra to be like, I heard you brought your problem. Like, why? <laughs> why are you? <laughs> And that's when they're, it's like, okay, it's time to let the adults have their drama and have the teens have their drama. We don't need to be mixing it all together for Degrassi next gen. Oof. But they were kind of left with like, oh my gosh, are they gonna, like, is the wedding get, like, we still don't really know, like, if they're gonna, like, mm-hmm. make up or not. Yeah. So we get to Sean's house. And of course, <laughs> Emma doesn't know what to do. So the toxic bitch that she is goes off to her ex that she's Sorry, can, been... <laughs> I, can i interrupt real quick you know what's yeah. funny it's very clear they don't have the budget to also give sean an inside of his house so that's why he's like always just outside because we never see the inside of his house which i know is like or do we one time no we have still haven't seen so. it we still haven't seen it and it's like okay it's clearly just don't have had the budget to like give sean an interior so it's like we literally he has to just always be outside working on a bike and the tracker's just like sitting there on the porch. It's Damn. Like, they never go inside. Damn. That's sad. It's kind of funny. You could have at least given us like what is what is a single a single older brother raising your teen younger brother apartment look like? That's what I wanna know. I know. They just have him sitting outside constantly. Give me a house tour. Mm-hmm. Damn. You're so right. We we were truly like given the short end of the stick with that. Like, yeah, I want to see in Sean's interior life. Oh come on, where does he hang up all his like white tees and like? <laughs> He's like a cartoon character, and it's just like <sighs> the same the same outfit <laughs> yeah. as in his closet. So Emma goes up to Sean, freaking out. He should like runs to his house. I'm pretty sure barefoot, maybe. Um <laughs> <In the> street <laughs> Toronto. Right? Like girl, it's not that She's, clean. Like, stepping on needles. <laughs> and you're go you're going Broken to fucking glass. where Sean lives. <laughs> it- <laughs> you know there's like huge needles. Come on. At least some fucking <laughs> bolts and little shit from all the bike falling off that they're always fixing. Yeah. <sighs> so she's freaking out, telling him what happened. <laughs> And then she's like, I interfered and everything's wrong. And I feel like everything's just messed up. And I love how Sean was like, Emma, you interfering is nothing new. Okay. <laughs> you're like, a bitch. You're nosy as fuck. We all know it. That's your one character like, trait. And, and then Emma's like, but Sean, what about what I did to you? And I was like. <laughs> 
What did she do to him? Didn't he push her down? And then I, she was like, I'm not fucking with you no more, which I feel like is a fair... I, 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 I have no idea. Nothing, yeah, nothing has um, happened between the time that he pushed her down and then this. I, I guess she was like talking... So she, later, after that, she says, I should have invited you to the wedding. So maybe she's talking about like the invite that Manny gave and then was later revoked. She's maybe sorry about that. I guess, yeah. I guess um, so the way that, that makes sense because but the way she said it, it sounded like she did something for this breakup to even happen. I was like, no, he pushed you and you yeah. freaked you out and you were like, <laughs> I'm done with you because you have an anger problem. And I'm like, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it's just a very cute little scene of like Emma's like I mean we talked about Emma's fucking stressed. She's had a lot going on. Like she's dealing with a surprise pregnancy. She's dealing with a possible marriage. And, like, maybe a marriage failing, having a baby or having an abortion. Like, she's dealing with all of this. And, and, but, like, she goes to Sean for it. And he's just, like, there being like, hey, it's fine. Like, he, like, knows how <laughs> she is. And it wasn't, like, super shocking or, like, crazy in his mind. And he was like, it's going to be yeah. fine. He's like, I know my and, girl. Yeah. My and, girl. But the only thing he says, like, at the end of the conversation was like, Emma, what happened to your hair? it's like <laughs> i'm like why didn't they just put that girl's hair in a ponytail put that shit up in a top, in a top knot i don't know what what why they're just letting it be like that i don't know so we get to the church and jt and toby are chatting about their punishments um for getting in trouble and that's when fancy showed up outside um and she kind of makes the connection that christine aka spike does her hair and I wrote, mm-hmm. Fancy is messy. Messy, messy, messy. She had the audacity to, because I'm not, you, we don't know, right? She, maybe she didn't know who Snake was the when she went over to the house the night before to do her little mm-hmm. dance. But she like knew whose wedding she was going to. The fact that she still showed up the next day and was like, yeah, I would just not go. I would not go to my hairstylist. Wait, but, but if she doesn't, she doesn't know who Snake is, then she just knew she was going to a wedding the next day of one of her clients. She didn't know who the guy was, though, right? But I think she probably found out. I I feel like she may have known. I thought I she know. didn't know. I thought it was just kind of like she, like, maybe like she has a close relationship with her hairdresser in the way that like some people do but like not that close where like i know you're a man i just know you're getting married and you invited me i don't know yeah it is i don't i'm not it was not clear to me but also i love how on tv they always assume that if a woman's a stripper she's like always sultry and sexy like she walks in very like Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." and it's like she's just a regular person like a lot of times strippers it's just like it's a performance of femininity like she probably is not like that all the time exactly but it's funny it's like because she's a stripper she has to walk in like slow and like happy birthday yeah. mr president it's like why is she so like <laughs> sexy right now it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i think she's just a person yeah but she like shows up and she has like her little she has a wedding date there as well mm-hmm. um but everyone outside is discussing whether or not the wedding is going to happen because the groom and the bride have not shown up yet 
Mm-hmm. So we get back to the waterfront, picturesque. And of course, it's Degrassi, so we have to have a little like birth control talk about like, I thought you were on the pill. Well, you know, the pill is only 98% effective. <laughs> there, mistakes can happen. <laughs> it's like, okay, Degrassi, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but we discuss, also, like, yeah, she just like Spike reading into Snake what he said because he was of course she was like but you said that you said that you weren't ready for kids and i'm like so you he says he's not ready for kids not knowing you're pregnant and you took that to mean we should maybe break up or i should have a secret abortion and then break up like what there's a lot of sense in between steps from the a to b like i don't yeah i'm like girl get a grip (laughs) exactly um and then they're kind of discussing if whether he's not he's ready. And then she's like, I wouldn't trade Emma for anything. And then they finally decide that like, yeah, like a little kid would be cool. Maybe. I don't know. And then they're like, <laughs> I guess I do really love you. And then they run off into the into the sunset towards the church <laughs> to get married. So cut yeah. to the church where <laughs> Emma's freaking out. She's stressed. I mean, she probably has at least, like, five, like, stress rashes on her body at some point. (laughs) And she's pacing back and forth. And then finally, she sees Spike and Snake run up the street. And she does this very weird, like, jumping up and down, like, cheering, giggling thing. But it's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. She's with her, like, weird Shirley Temple, like, fucked up Shirley Temple hair. (laughs) It was kind of, like, uncanny valley. I didn't like it. Yeah, like, I mean, Lucy finally, like, did something to it to at least, like, tame it into, like, a general sphere. Um, <laughs> but it, it's not it's not looking great. But the wedding happens, and it happens in Spike and Snake's plain clothes that they showed up at, which is, you know, classic, like, oh, it's true love. It doesn't matter, like, all that stuff. Yeah. It's like Sex um, in the City. So let's just get married at courthouse in my vintage 1940s suit. And instead my, of instead my of my Donna Karen or whatever, <laughs> whoever. No, it was Vivian Westwood. I think was the was that the dress. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> I know. So we cut to the beach reception. We um. So that's when uh, Fancy comes up to Snake and um spike and uh snake's like oh i just tell you something and then spike's like it's okay i don't i don't mind what she does um for her whatever like her Her career yeah yeah but she's like but i do care about but she said something like she i do care about marrying a guy who goes to strip clubs which i'm like Fuck you. You're You're like, (laughs) sex work is fine, except for the people that consume or who consumers of sex work. That's disgusting. I'm like, okay, so you you have a problem with it? (laughs) Like, then what is she doing? Who is she doing it for? Someone has to, someone has to pay her to do this. Exactly. That's how, that's how uh, work happens. (laughs) But okay. The money to pay you to hair. Come on. Bitch. But see, <laughs> uh, uh, sex work is fine, except for the men who give her the money that then give her me the money that I, for me to do her hair. Fuck Bitch, them. Girl, exactly. you better shut your mouth and do her hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Spike throws the bouquet. And it's like, who's going to catch it? And then Joey catches the bouquet. 
Um, but then Caitlin takes it from him and it's kind of like this little cute little thing like, ooh, they're having like a cute little banter back and forth, obviously mm-hmm. flirting throughout the wedding. Um, and we get to a dancing scene and the little couples that are paired up, we have Joey and Caitlin dancing. We have Toby and JT are both trying to dance with Fancy, um, but eventually her date cuts in and is like, <clears throat> the man is like, here. Oh, the- Odega. <laughs> His voice is so deep. <laughs> like, so deep. Like, sir. <laughs> then we get to cut to Manny and Craig, which I'm like, so they're like reconnecting? Or maybe this was shot out of order? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Um, I just turned to a new page in my notes because we have come to the um, to the moment in Degrassi um, history where I get very excited. I get very like pumped up because we have a couple moment happening. Mm-hmm. And um, I mostly just wrote in all caps for my notes. So I need to take up a whole page. Okay. <laughs> so... We cut to the music has gone down a little bit and um, we see that Emma's kind of looking around, you know, seeing who she's going to dance with. Then we cut to Sean is leaning against. I'm going to read you word for word of what I wrote down. Sean Cameron leaning against that damn tree with a motherfucking chain wallet, untucked shirt. (laughs) tie and baggy ass jeans it's a look it's 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 a moment it was giving the scene gave me very like dawson's creek it felt very oh like God, yes. you know like it looked very non-degrassi like because everything so far and i guess why this episode is kind of special everything so far has felt very like just self-contained to like the school and like toronto and like the streets and like, like their houses and stuff. And then this scene is like, they're like by the water. So they spent a little extra money on this episode. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's like the golden yeah. hour sunset. It's like very, very much the golden yeah. hour. Yeah. And it's very, it's very sweet and very cute. Cause it's like, I mean, it's like, listener, you already know my favorite episodes and my favorite movies are like the cute little teenage things where it turns into a rom-com at the end and there's a dance and then a moment happens. That's my mm-hmm. favorite. I love it every time. Um, and so um, Emma walks up and Sean goes, it's a slow song and you're not dancing. And then <laughs> Emma goes, no one really caught my interest. And then Sean <laughs> stands up <laughs> and is, you know, steps up off the tree that he was previously leaning on. And he goes, well, how about now? And then uh, Emma's like, I'd love to. And they start dancing and holding each other. And then they motherfucking kiss. Is this our it's first the... Sean and Emma kiss? I think, I think so. I think it's our first Semma kiss. Oh my god! And it's like yeah, because they didn't because they didn't kiss at their on their first date. No, no. Aww. And this is they're so it cute. It was so fucking cute. It was so like it was very much like the like a perfect ending to like a you know that the the buildup of the rom-com episode the craziness and ridiculousness of it we got that very like feel good moment at the end mm-hmm. that like 
gets me every time that I'm like, it's like the end these of movies are good. 13 going on 30. I know. And it's like she has, she comes back to the, to the 80s, then she kisses Maddie, and then we flash forward to their life, and they have a little house, <laughs> and they sit on the couch, and then like out in the lawn, I'm just like, oh. And I'm like, I love that movie. It's when, so cute. When am I going to buy a house with my husband? When when could I buy a house? Period. Like, also, like, that why isn't me? why isn't the couch inside? I don't know. I guess they're moving, so it's like we're just going to sit here. This is our life. Yeah. It's the beginning of our life. But also, like to this day, there's like moments in my life where I'm like, I really want like a moment to happen for me. <laughs> Like, especially, like, a dance moment. Like, I have always wanted, like, me be at the dance or, like, a wedding, a reception, mm-hmm. like, a dance environment, a club, really anything. A bar. <laughs> Catch my trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, like, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm finally, like, happy. Like, I'm fine with my life now and my career. I've really, like, stepped up for myself and been there for myself. But, like, there's still, like, always something that's just, like, missing a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then my song comes on. It's a little bit of a slow jam. And the golden hour hits, you know? I, like, whisk my hair. I turn over my shoulder. I take a sip of my drink. And then I realize that the man of my dream is, is coming through the door as the sea of people part. And then it's just <laughs> the two of us. Okay, well, I is can make this happen. I, should I stage this at my wedding? Please. Please do. <laughs> can you make your wedding about me? <laughs> about yeah, me fighting like- love? <laughs> Can you just like make that happen for me, please? Um, yeah. So that's not too much to ask for. <laughs> okay. It's not. Why not? Yes, but but I do. I I've told Sonique this. I have not told our listeners, but I I I do have a boyfriend. I do have my like person, but like. I just need him to like make that moment happen for me. Yeah, is he listening? Does he listen to this podcast? No, I think he he knows about it. He, he just has never listened to it because he like isn't. He's not like super. Well, he like, should he should listen to this episode if anything. Okay, I'll let him know. I'll send it to yeah. him. Like, okay, listen to like pass an hour, get to the end, and just take notes. <laughs> got it okay <laughs> i i think that's fair and reasonable and like give him like a, a watch list of movies and he's like if you need inspiration here's what you can look at um i really like 16 yes. candles like that ending slaps also a great you know, rom-com ending you well. know what we actually just watched yesterday that's what i was thinking of we watched um uh silver linings playbook i haven't seen that one Oh, it's so good. It's like, it's a different take on a rom-com, but like mm-hmm. with like mental health I to, and like... I read the book. We had to read it in college. I don't know why. Oh, they had us read it before. Book. Yeah, we had like, it, we had to do summer reading before our freshman year. And I, I read that book and then we never talked about it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I really think the only reason they made us read it because it took place in Philadelphia. Yeah. But it's very good. It's very funny. And like, but like kind of like it's not like that cheesy rom-com it's like that well thought out like comedic like oh this is like situational funny kind of thing mm. okay maybe yeah, I'll watch it's it. good i recommend 
Yeah. But then the episode okay. ends with a kiss and a dance. And it's a very, uh, it's a cute episode. It's very cute. It's one of those, I think one of those cute kind of Degrassi episodes. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you, who wants to go? Do you want to go first with your sound choice? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Um, so going along with the kind of cute little moment um, theme of the episode, I went with, um, you know, because it's my my favorite moment at the end where it's like a slow dance moment at a wedding. I think of like the first dance moment at a wedding. And so I remember um, when I was younger, I had like had one song that I always wanted. I'm like, I want to have this at my wedding. Like this is going to mm-hmm. be my song at my wedding. <laughs> I don't think it's, if I were to ever get married, I don't know if it would still be it, but I still love it. So I mm-hmm. chose Come Away With Me by Nora Jones um, from, like, you know, one of her best albums when she was just singing and thriving. Is she problematic? I feel like I heard that recently. I, I don't think I've ever heard anything okay, about so her, really. Not recently, at least. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it seems like a very, like, I mean, this album, this is, um, like her, probably like her, her big album that she had in her career so far. Um, and I feel like this album came out the year that the show came out. So I was like, oh, I feel like Spike and Snake would be like, oh, this is a, you know, it's a trending love song right now. This is a good, like, wedding song. Yeah. I feel like they're pretty basic. <laughs> <At least>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that came out weird. I, mean, I feel like they would be pretty basic because we got nothing else about their wedding, um, and Emma's playing it all. So I feel like it'd be pretty basic, yeah, not super specific to them overall. So yeah, fair. I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so for my choice, um, so I remember. So during this episode, I said I changed my mind. Now I went back to the original choice because, like, I think okay. I'm being too hard. Um, I'll tell you the choice. The song I was going to switch to was "Toxic" by Britney Spears. It's like because Spike is fucking toxic. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna save that song because that song's too good. It's too good for this episode, you know. Um, but I did end up going with the first cut is "The Deepest" by Sheryl Crow. Another good like kind of slow jam, but it's because I think this is probably like um, Sean, not Sean, Snake and Spike's like first real fight. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's really intense. And I'm like, the first cut of the deepest. Though, is that like is that song about like betrayal? I'm not even sure. I, it doesn't matter I mean, though. <laughs> I feel like it's like what um I like can't think of any lyrics, but I feel like it's a, a, in a relationship or with friendships, like the first time someone burns you, it's the deepest, maybe? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so okay, I'm correct. Though technically it's like if like your first love is lost, but you know, in a oh. first quick second there, it was possibly gonna happen because Snake was like, Who are you people? Like he was really ready to <laughs> jump ship. He's like, This place is And wild. honestly, if I was Snake's friend, I'd be like, Listen, I can get you a media immersion teaching job anywhere. Pack your bags, <laughs> let's go. Like this this ain't it. Like it's two thousand three, the information age has just begun. We can we can get you out of here. Find you another another gig. We want to go to Vancouver, real far away. Mm. <laughs> You'll never have to run into her at the grocery store. No, <laughs> but yeah, or the first have cut to teach is her daughter. 
Oh, definitely not. But she might find you one night. She might come to your house. Like, mostly, you fucking know. You got to get away from both of them. <laughs> you need to join the witness protection protection group, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys can check out these songs on Spotify and Apple Music, where we update them pretty regularly with our songs. Go through the playlist. I think it's a pretty good playlist that's being um, developed. Oh, I listen of. to it sometimes. It's it's very good. Yeah, same. It's a, some good like early two thousand Jones. Um, mm-hmm. so next week's episode, um, episodes, we have episodes 14 and 15, Careless Whisper and Hot Voltigia. In Careless mm-hmm. Whisper, Ellie wants more than just friendship with Marco, but when he can't seem to bring himself to be with her, she realizes why. Meanwhile, Toby wants to spend every second with Kendra, which makes her feel suffocated. And in Hot for Teacher, JT earns two weeks attention with Miss Hot Salakos, um, taking care of her pet guinea pigs. While doing his job, he develops a bond with her over the class's guinea pigs, which leads to a crush. Meanwhile, Jimmy and Spinner agree to an all-honesty pact, but are soon at each other's throats. Wait, who has the all-honesty pact? Spinner and who? Jimmy? And Jimmy. Who? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that, because I have no idea. I can't remember that Yeah, I don't really remember like... what that... I actually think this is one of the episodes, Hot for Teacher, that I, I skip a lot, because I don't... I yeah, don't like it that I mean, much. It makes me feel uncomfortable, I think. Yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Also, like, JT-centric episodes are just not that I, fun for I, me. At this point I in the, the story, way. I'm like, uh, I, 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 that's what I skip a lot. Um, but, yeah. Um, so keep listening. Keep reaching out to us. We really appreciate y'all. Um, be sure to leave a review and rate the podcast. Blah. Be sure to leave a review and rate the podcast if you haven't already. We'd greatly appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much, listener. We love having you again. Yes, we love you so much. Talk to you next week. Yeah. And as always, we will catch you later, Broomheads. Bye, Broomheads.